0: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to some of those good things that are happening around the nation by way of the work of the Bible League. As you might know, just recently we were talking about the retirement of the longtime CEO of the Bible League, Tony McLennan. Well, he's stepped out of his role, but the work of the Bible League is just blossoming around the nation. To have a chat about the update on what's happening with the Bible League and to talk about some of the projects that are going on, Hilton Edwards is joining us. Hilton's the Marketing and Development Director for the Bible League. Hi, Hilton. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Great to be here. Thank you. Uh, Hilton, uh, there's a process going on now. It won't be long before a new CEO is officially named, but the work of the Bible League continues very strongly. Uh, What are some of the projects you're working on right now? Absolutely, Neil. Uh,
1: Some of the things we're doing in Australia is the Prison Bible. As you guys will well know, uh, you partnered with us for the Prison Bible Initiative, and we were able to place 8,200 prison Bibles uh, in partnership with Vision. And we continue that year on year because the, the need in prisons in Australia is great. And uh, there's just under 40,000 prisoners in Australian prisons. And uh, essentially... Yeah, about 9,000 transition through the system every year. So there's a constant need for the prison Bible to be going into prisons around Australia, and we really want to get involved with that and make sure that we continue
0: to put those into the hands of the chaplains that visit with the prisoners. As I understand it, Hilton, uh, given that there are almost 40,000 prisoners, uh, someone came up with a statistic just recently that that around half of those prisoners would very happily uh, put their hand out to receive a Bible, uh, and there's still plenty of scope for people to be able to finance the opportunity to get the Bible into the hands of those prisoners. Absolutely, uh, and your figure is exactly correct. About half
1: will always want to receive the Bible. Uh, it's a great place to share the gospel, and uh, obviously they've got time on their hands, literally. So, so they're always ready to to receive and to read it. Um, and yeah, it's it's a, it's a Ideal place because they are seeking, you know, people in prison are seeking and the prison Bible is written specifically for prisoners because it isn't just the Bible. It also includes 52 sections which help prisoners relate to -to day-to-day topics like how to deal with anger, how to deal with people in authority. And so that really takes it that one step further. And if you know anything about prisons, you'll know that it's difficult to get materials into prisons. And so the the benefit of the prison Bible is it contains one volume, both with the Bible and these 52 lessons. Uh, and so once you've got the approval of the prisons, which we have for all the prisons around Australia now,
0: uh, we're able to get this Bible into the prisons, which is really, really beneficial. You're doing a wonderful work in the prisons. And parallel to that, there's another work going on that I know our listeners will be very interested in, and that is providing scriptures for Indigenous communities. And not every Indigenous community is highly educated, and you've got a special focus on those Indigenous communities where the Bible can be a really useful tool in learning English and uh, coming to faith at the same time. Yeah, absolutely, Neil.
1: Um, What we did when we did our research was we found, obviously, there's approximately 700,000 Aboriginal people in the country um, and just under 700 dialects. So, So for us to do all those translations would take a long time. And what we... Uh, when we did our research, we realized that it was probably the best to actually put together what we've called a simplified English version. And so we're currently in the process of translating the entire Bible into what we call simplified English, uh, which is really about a level, uh, a year, three or four level of understanding. Um, So for those who are illiterate or low literacy, uh, they are able to actually understand the
0: Bible because it is in really simple, you know, everyday terms. And in actual fact, and I'll get your perspective on this, but a lot of people struggle with reading the Bible and, and uh, wouldn't, wouldn't want at all to single out uh, indigenous communities. But uh, a lot of non-indigenous people would love to get a hold of that simplified English version as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I first came to faith, I was given a
1: King James version. <laughs> And I thought, if I've got to read this, yeah, I don't know if I wanna be a Christian. <laughs> I'm not knocking the King James Version, but but it wasn't in Eng- everyday English yeah. that I could understand. So so that's really what we're wanting to do is to provide something in in language that people can understand. And uh, Bible League put out the easy to read version, which is exactly that. Uh, it is easy to read. And then we, we took that one step further and we started working on this version, which is the simplified English version. So,
0: so we really want to make the Bible accessible to anybody and everybody. And you're working a lot with schools. Uh, you have a special program. Just recently, uh, just a little while back, we were talking to your South African counterpart uh, who was visiting Australia and talking about the intense needs that are going on in South Africa. I think it's called the Run for Bibles program. That's uh, Operating in a lot of Christian schools, funds raised, are helping to support that work in South Africa. Yeah,
1: absolutely. The Run for Bibles program uh, is where we really get the the Australian schools and, in fact, New Zealand schools as well, they, they partner with the guys in South Africa by combining their cross-country event or some other event into a sponsored run. And for every $7 they raise, they are able to place a Bible and some scripture material into the hands of a fellow student, really, in South Africa.
0: And with your accent, we'll know why you're so friendly with the South Africans.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. I've got a a definite passion for for ministry in South Africa. Uh, I can't uh, hide that. And uh, it's wonderful to be working with the guys like Shadrach and the Bible League team in South
0: Africa. And, of course, there are other African nations where you're hard at work and uh, programs that run in nations like Ghana. Uh, What's happening in Ghana?
1: Yes, Neil, I've just returned from a trip to Ghana. One of the wonderful things of my job is I get to go out to the field and to witness firsthand. And I was blessed to be able to see the first ever graduation of church planters in Ghana. Bible Leagues, one uh, of the things that we do is to train church planters. And it's a, a really a pastoral course. Um, and we train our pastors. And they part of the course is that they've got to plant a church, obviously, because that's what the name says. And so we we had 16 people graduate from church planter training and they have already planted 20
0: churches. So what's the length of time since you were there and you were there at the graduation? Uh what's the time since that uh, that planting's happened? Well, they they the program runs for
1: 18 months and so they're allowed to start the church anytime in the 18 months, but they need to have started one within a year after graduating. But these ones don't waste any time within the 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 18 months that already planted the 20 churches. So I was there in
0: February and we actually went and visited a number of those new churches. So it's an intensive church planting uh, program, raising up leaders, preparing them to adequately and uh, rightly divide the word of truth uh, so that they can go in and actually bring a great expression of God's word into those communities. There's other nations you're working into as well, uh, the nation of Nepal. There's a big work going on in Nepal right now. Yes, Neil. Uh, Nepal's an amazing country. It's,
1: uh, by percentage terms, it's one of the fastest growing Christian populations. Um, growing at over 800% in the last 15 years in terms of Christian population. So it's great to be working there. We've, there too, we run church planter training. And I was, when I was there in March this year, uh, I was actually able to attend two graduations and we now have a total of 350 church planters in Nepal. Um, already 236 churches planted, and the other 100 that have just graduated will be planting churches very soon. So, so yeah, it's also exciting, exciting growth happening
0: in Nepal. It's great work that the Bible League is involved in, not only here on our shores, but also in these other nations. Now, there's a series of annual dinners that are going on around the different states and territories. Uh, whereabouts have you got something coming up in the, in the next week or three? Well,
1: basically, um, in July we've got an annual dinner in Adelaide, um, and so if people want to attend that, they can go to our website bl.org.au and find out the details about the the annual dinner coming up in July. And from
0: there, we move on to Perth in August and Sydney in September. And you have branches of the Bible League operating in all the states and territories, or which ones? Yeah, except
1: for Northern Territory, we've got a development officer in each of the states around the country.
0: So there's a call out for someone in the Northern Territory to be the (laughs) forerunner and actually get something going with a branch of Bible League there. Look, you're doing a fabulous work, and uh, Hilton Edwards, as the Marketing and Development Director of the Bible League, and uh, looking after things, caretaker modes in one sense, uh, while there is a process on for appointing a new CEO. And so all the best with the way that that all goes and uh, with the developments that are going on in the Bible League. Let me encourage listeners to go to the Bible League website, uh, be a part of the annual dinners, be a part of some of the initiatives that are going on. When we mentioned the Bibles for Prisons, Bibles in Indigenous Communities, uh, all those projects into South Africa or Ghana or Nepal uh, there's a lot of great things happening in the Bible League the website is bl.org.au that's bl for Bible League .org.au Hilton Edwards thanks so much for being with us today on 2020 thank you so much Neil great to be here